0: Hello and welcome to Manifesto FPL Radio for Game Week 32. This is uh, Friday, 16th of April. Um, my name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr Ryan Hodges. I mean, at this point, you know, giving your rank away is, is uh, you know, is a bit of a different game these days. It's, it's, it's top 12,000, 12, I think, in the world. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty impressive. I'm sorry, Matt.
1: Do you, to, do you want to go back and think
0: again? top 12 12 what 12, 12, 100 100? 1200. Thousand.
1: 1200 of course not 12000 uh hi stat matt thank you for the introduction very kind uh yes uh, uh, brilliant what a what a wild card uh, from both of us uh, we umdenard last week's episode and actually um yes yeah, seems like we made the right choice so far so good
0: yeah I think we uh we we talked about that extensively on, on last week's episode I'm in about the wild card and I think yeah we did we did both um we did both pull the trigger so um yeah how how was your game week 31 lots of green arrows
1: yeah, well, another green arrow. As you mentioned, um, I'll give you the uh, oval rank figure. It isn't 12,000. It isn't even 1,200. It's actually 1,161. I'm just 161 places outside of that top 1,000. Uh, bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Um can't believe what's actually happening. Um, and that was because I played a wild card and it really, really came off. Um, I scored 79 points. Um, that actually worked out. It was 30 more points than my team, uh, well, my existing team would have scored. So, yeah, very, very happy. Um, I put captaincy on Salah. He scored, got an instant return. Alexander Arnold, uh, another one I bought in, who got a goal, I think it was what, in the 92nd minute or something like that. So that was really, really great. And I suppose other sort of ones that I, I already own Vingard, who just just been incredible. But other players I've been really, really pleased with who I bought in was Ineacho, got that two goals um, within the last few minutes of of that West Ham game which was sensational Um, and um, where I'd sort of got rid of all of my city assets uh, I was I was worrying a bit when I saw Cancelo and Stones the two players I had owned was both starting and the one I bought in Diaz didn't start so I I feared the worst um but uh, because ds didn't play i got the uh the rob holding come off the bench and he got me uh a clean sheet and two bonus points um so i think the key i, I mean i, I the, the uh, dallas was was a person i did previously own, and as matt you might go into that game in a bit more detail but uh, his return uh was was brilliant and now not owning dallas really It concerns me for future purposes, but um, but I think it's I've done the right thing. I think that's all I can say. I've gained enough points across the rest of my team to 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 not worry about that, Dallas. And out of that team, I um, had uh, previously previously selected for wildcard. Dallas wouldn't have come on my pitch. He would have been third on my bench, so I wouldn't have got those points anyway. So move on. Very happy. Uh, Similar similar story to yourself, in it, Matt
0: yeah, absolutely. Pull pulled that um, wildcard um, uh, trigger last week. I thought I mean, um uh, when we were recording recording the show, um, and yeah, pr- pretty sort of happy with 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 the returns again. Um, uh, I think it's you know it's a it's a fairly um, templated midfield that we're dealing with these days. Sort of um, you know I think Lingard, Fernandez. Salah and and Jota and, and maybe Sun sort of some combination of those players. Um, I already had sort of most of those, so really my wild card was was primarily at the at the back and and um some players up front. Um, I, I couldn't quite bring myself to bring in Iannato. I, I kind of. I'm convinced that his uh his hot streak is is due to come to an end, although he did manage to obviously return a couple of goals in the game last week. Um so I I I brought, I brought in um Lacazette, um who again also returned um a couple of couple of goals um, and has some good fixtures um uh coming up. So it does mean it did mean I was sort of um forced to bring in um, wasn't able to fit Sun in um, unfortunately, which I think we'll maybe talk about with the games coming up this week, um, uh, and yeah, a bit of a disappointment for uh, for Neto who who got injured. Um, I think is. His season is, is probably over and I was targeting him this week in the game against Sheffield United. Um so that was a little bit disappointing. Um and uh, the other disappointment was sort of doubling up on Chelsea assets at the back with Mendy and, and Rudiger who um, returned sort of two two points each. But yeah, I think similar probably story to to, to you, Ryan. Um Alexander Arnold um uh, also had holding come off the bench for 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 Diaz for eight points, um, which was good. Um and um my enabler up front was um is Vidra. Um and Burnley, I think I talked about as a differential last week. I've actually finally gone through with it and picked one of my differentials that uh, we've talked about. Um he managed to get himself on the score sheet, um, uh, continuing his his hot uh his hot form, which is uh, which which is good. Um so he's definitely got a few fixtures over the rest of this course of the season. He's still got to play Fulham and Sheffield United. So he might he's gonna probably ride the bench primarily, um, because they do have some tough fixtures coming up, but he will I think he will Chip in here and there, so happy to have him um, in the 15.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he's third on my bench. He did score a goal, so uh, yes, strength in depth, should I say. Uh, I think that's what you try and do with your wild card. You just, we, we know there's, there's some games coming up, you just want to make sure that you've got a good squad going into these final games. So, um, yeah, Vidra looks a handy player to have. Anyway, I chose some interesting one where. It's just the fixtures look so good for him and he's informed that i feel that they can't at the moment drop him it just might be his minutes managed he might only get sort of 60 70 minutes but i mean yeah an instant return for me and the game's coming up are just yeah the west brom this weekend then crystal palace southampton um and newcastle so pretty as a, as a run of four is is is, is, is unbelievable. Um, so, This week, uh, yeah, we're we're looking ahead, so we're on to game week 32, and I think the the, the, the one thing to know is that um, my team, Tottenham Hotspur, have two games this week, they've got a double game week, Uh, they start off, it's Friday, uh, the fixture against Everton away, and their second fixture is on Wednesday, 21st of April southampton at home um just to sort of caveat um maybe this is probably my spursiness in me um the, the f- of after the 21st of april and um, tottenham then play uh, the cup final on the weekend of the 20 i think it's on 28th of, on sunday the 8th right, against manchester city so that's the Carabao cup final so um wh- why would i bring that into conversation it would be interesting to see whether um Josie decides to rest any players ahead of that fixture, um, and I, personally, I don't think he should because the league is massively important and we can't just put all our eggs in one basket of a cup final. But um, who knows? Who knows what the thinking is behind there? Um, yeah, Matt, is, is any any sort of fixture catching your eye across? I think it's a seven day period. It's one of these drawn out processes of. Starts Friday, ends, a uh, ends actually on a Thursday night, so it's going to be slow, painful watching ranks climb up and down. So yeah, but anything, anything though you're looking at?
0: Yeah, it, like you say, it's an interesting. It's one of those interesting game weeks. Um, there is FA Cup semi-finals um, uh, over the weekend, so uh, Manchester City, Chelsea, um, and Southampton, Leicester are the teams involved in in those. So those. Some of those fixtures have been rearranged to um, to midweek. So yeah, as Ryan mentioned, um, Spurs getting a double game week, and um, you know teams like Leicester not playing until sort of the Thursday of uh, of, of next week, almost almost a week away um, at, at this point. Um, so it's a long a long game week um, with with a fixture in between for for some of these teams, which always you know makes it a little bit a little bit uh, a little bit interesting to sort of pick some of these some of these out, but. Um, uh, from sort of a, fi- a fixture perspective, um, definitely some interesting matchups uh, this week. I mean, I think Ryan, you've talked a little bit about um, about the the, the Spurs, um, uh, the Spurs games. Um, some of the ones that stand out to me um, would be uh, would be Leeds Liverpool on Monday um so I think, as you mentioned uh you know we're trying to skim over a little bit from from my perspective but um Leeds did get a good result against city um uh weekend just gone massively changed um city uh, eleven but um, still really impressive performance from um uh, from Leeds you know they were reduced to ten men um at the end of the first half um so so we're playing against um you know, playing against a uh, even a, a reserve Manchester City team um, with ten men can be can be a real challenge, and Stuart Dallas sort of popped up with a couple of goals. Um, Liverpool went out of the Champions League um, this uh, this weekend, uh, this week just gone in midweek against Real Madrid, so um, they're really going to be sort of all eggs in um, in the Premier League uh, basket. Um, the way sort of some of the some of the um, teams around them have dropped some points, so Chelsea um, in particular sort of dropped some points over the last. Um, uh, the last sort of couple of game weeks um, means that they're, they're right in the hunt for, for it so and that could be a really interesting match um, you know Leeds aren't one to sit back and um, you know sort of change their style they, they sort of try and go um, pretty much hell for leather um, although um, I think they might be having some some injury doubts um, I think Rafinha's potentially a, a, a doubt for that one um, so I think that could be a really interesting game for Liverpool they'll want to be bouncing back and um, they're looking to pick up some form in the league. I think they've had some they've had some good results um, in the Premier League over the last over the last couple of weeks. So um players like Salah and, and, and Jota, I think um you should be making some room for them in your team for sure. Anything else sort of uh, attracting your interest this game week, Ryan?
1: Chelsea v. Brighton. Um I think both of us <laughs> I think since since we uh, touted Chelsea to get uh Get clean sheets, they've failed to get any. Um, this Brighton team, uh, they're, they're an interesting team, and I think they're now getting close to safety. Um, but again, I would expect Chelsea to get a clean sheet. I mean, Ben Take destroying all of our hopes in, in, in getting, getting, uh, knocking out that clean sheet at the weekend. Uh, I would think it, it goes back to this sort of race of the top four. Chelsea can't really afford to slip up anywhere because they're just going to let other teams um, have a little sniff into that, into that top four place, so they need to keep winning and I think they're going to start to keep things tight uh, we'll curse them again but yeah <laughs> the reason I bought to Chelsea is because of this run of fixtures that they've got coming so I think they've got this and another one that's looking favourable so I'd be hopeful to get a, a return um, back out of out Chelsea and the other fixture is, is I've got to say, it, West Ham, uh, West Ham are away to Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, are oh, they showing signs of a, a return? So they drew the Tottenham <laughs> and then they won at the weekend. So the four points out the last two, two game weeks has really changed their season because I think they were the ones who were in danger of being caught. Um, and then flip side, West Ham, Just they are in the top four. They are just looking fantastic and are being predicted to potentially stay in the top four uh this is a massive fixture for west ham and i think now it seems antonio's out can Lingard keep it going um, and he's now got another person next to him in it seems like bowen is going to play that role of up front but yeah um it'd be it'd be really interesting to see how that how that fixture goes um i suppose the, the, the only other one I'll, i want to sort of pick out is um is the fixture between Man United and Burnley. it um, really, we shouldn't ignore Manchester United. I think Bruno Fernandes is is on a bit of a bad run of form. But if there's a fixture that he could get a double-digit hole, this could be it. Because Burnley seems to change their style. They're another team that I think are safe and they're yeah, whether they've got their flip flops on and and, uh, and and sort of sun cream in their in their bags, but they seem to be heading off to, on holidays. And uh, I think Man United, uh, the re- reasonable reasonable form, um, and I think they could uh, turn Burnley over. And, and I think Burnley's also the poke was out, and I think they're starting to change their style. Uh, they're actually scoring goals now. We've mentioned Vidic before, and Chris Wood seems to be doing okay on attacking returns. But um, you never really think of Burnley having attacking returns over defensive returns but that that seems to be the model that they're playing at but so i i do see there's points here from Manchester united um so that, that that's that's that so i mean we have covered a lot there matt um i think f- for me spurs got a double game week i think that is a, a key thing and maybe that takes us on to sort of transfers really matt and in in sort of ask the question around how many spurs so you you haven't got son at the moment what's your what's your thinking around do, what you can do with spurs assets
0: yeah for sure so i have harry kane um uh, he will definitely be my my captain um potentially um this could be the one to pull the trigger on triple captain um i do sort of have have that chip remaining um yeah couldn't fit sun in on on the wild card um uh, last week um and it's 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 going to be that's i think the big decision is whether i sort of try and double up on um uh, on that Spurs um Spurs double game week like you mentioned they do have a, they do have a cup final coming up um after that so we could potentially see some um uh, some rotation but I think you know players like Kane and, and Son are, are just too integral to how the Spurs team perform um so if they're fit I'd expect them to play um you know sort of 70 minutes plus of, of probably both of those games um Everton away Southampton at home um pretty good fixtures I think for, for a double game week for, for for either one of those players so um it, it, it will probably be on my radar to see if I can bring in um uh, to, to bring in Sun, but I would probably need to do um it's one of those um slightly um challenging fixtures really where I'd have to um I'd have to sort of transfer someone out for 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 one week. Someone like um Salah or Fernandez would probably be the ones um that I'd have to sort of bring out and then bring I'd want to probably bring them back in the week after with, with Spurs having a, a blank game week. So um it's two transfers to, to, to maybe bring him in. Um so it's 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 a it's a tricky choice as to whether I think whether I'm going to end up sort of pu- pulling the trigger or whether I think Harry Kane um will be um will be sort of cover enough for um uh, for for that um for that fixture. What what's your sort of plan, Ryan? I know you sort of have um, Harry Kane and, and Son at the moment. Um, are you happy with two? Are you looking to bring in a defender or anyone else from from Spurs? Or yeah, you know, what's your sort of what's your strategy for that double game week?
1: Yes, on well, my wild card, I made sure I had Son. And Kane, I kept them in. Actually, I bought Son in a couple of weeks ago, uh, but obviously keep Harry Kane there. Um, I am going to just stick with those two. I don't see enough from other Spurs players who are going to make an enough return on it on, on a transfer. I think, as you mentioned, then they don't play in game week 33, so it's it's not worth me making a transfer to get another player in. Um, I, I would just mention if you are thinking of getting a three uh, Spurs players in, or um, well, let's let's start with two. If you got one two, you you've got to get Son and Kane. They're, they're the two. I wouldn't really. Um, they're, they're the two to get. If you were to go for a third, um, I would suggest, in an attacking perspective, it would be Lucas Mora. Seems to have found a bit of form. I think he's got three assists in six. Uh, yeah, three three assists in six games. It is not great, but it is attacking returns. He seems to be in favour with Jose at the moment. Six point six
0: million as well. So potentially yeah. one of those sort of budget options in in midfield yeah. if you maybe can't fit in um, uh, Sun at nine
1: point four. Yeah, look, I think you said. Like, um, I mean, this could be an option for you, Matt, with Neto. I don't know how much money you've got. Like, could could you put Moro in as potential? Um, I wouldn't call him cover for Son but he, he may be an option to, to come in for that game week there um, and at the back I think you got three people I think it's got to be the two wide uh, full backs with Reguilón and Serge Aurier, I think those two were due to start because of injuries to Ben Davis and Matt Doherty so I don't see much rotation, the only danger would be is if Tanganga is given a run out in one of these games to Sergio Rio's minutes. So I would, the left side, I would say, is pretty secure. The right side Tanganga might come in. Um, and the final person to mention is Hugo Lloris. Um, because we're so bad at the back, we do consider a lot of chances, and Lloris does rack up some safe points. So you could get a, um, a clean sheet from Lloris in one game and then maybe save points in the other. Um, so I... They're the, they're the third options. It's just is a massive caveat that you've got to look at your team. If you've got a City player and all of a sudden you're putting three Spurs players into your team, you're going to have to make another transfer because you're not going to be able to get a full 11 out in Game Week 33 because of Spurs and um, Manchester City blanking. And I'm just going to also add in, in Game Week 33, Southampton and Fulham also do not play. So... Um, you might get a horrible shot in game of 33 and look at your team and you might only have like six, seven players available because you've got players um, that we have been stocking up on previously with Spurs and Man City and maybe Fulham in the past. So yeah, that's just don't go all in because you're not going to have anything. And I think just what I'm going to do in game 33, I'm going to bench Son and Kane because I want them back in game week 34 against Sheffield United. So it's, yeah, that's my plan. That's why I went for Son and Kane. I've got the ability to bench them. I've got the decent, well, a decent enough bench. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 my general general way I'm going to play it. Um, as for captaincy, it's, it's Harry Kane. I mean, there are other candidates this weekend. I think I think I've already mentioned sort of Bruno Fernandez. Good thing I think you're you're all um Gazette is an interesting one, Matt. I think um, he seems to be in a bit of form um, against uh, certain teams and Fulham seem to have hit a bit of a... Uh, they were making a bit of a charge a bit, but now they've, they've hit, hit the buffers. So, yeah, um, obviously the form of Lingard. And then, I mean, Leicester's fixture. Yeah, it's interesting, though, whether you can captain someone, but like Vardy has to come into people's thoughts. Um, but, yeah, uh, so all in all, uh, transfer-wise... I'm not going to do any. Um, I'm just going to hold on to a transfer and then uh, see what game week 33 does, and I might make some tweaks. Um, Matt, there's also mention of some potential double game weeks coming up, uh, and I've heard 35 is a could be an absolute whopping double game week. But have you, have you, do you know any any more information than, than that at all?
0: no not not really i know there's there's definitely been some talk about yeah about game week 35 and, and a potential sort of mega double game week um really kind of sure exactly where that's where that's coming from I, I don't know if it's anything to do with um uh they're looking at adjusting some fixtures um towards the end of the season to maybe bring um to maybe let um some limited crowds in as as um, covid regulations um uh, ease up a little bit but yeah no, nothing sort of um set in stone for now it's just sort of rumours bubbling around about 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 that so um for now i don't think we know anything um concrete but um yeah maybe one one to keep an eye on over the next couple of weeks for sure um just yeah speaking about transfers i think probably that the um uh some of the people that we talked about last week as as our wild cards i think uh continuing to be ones you'd want to target Uh, i brought in alexander arnold um last week he 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 returned Um, I just I really can't see past Liverpool's um, run in for the rest of the season Um, just reading off quickly Leeds, Newcastle, Manchester United, Southampton, West Brom, Burnley, Crystal Palace I mean that is a pretty incredible run of fixtures for a team that are now no longer having um, there's no more midweek games they're not in any of the cups they only have to focus on on getting into that that top four Um, seem to be sort of hitting a little bit of um, a little bit of of form um, as as of late, so I think I would definitely want to be bringing in, um, uh, you know, if you if you have if you don't have Salah, I think I'd want him definitely in my team. Um, jotter as well, um, and I think Alexander Arnold is is um, seems to be coming back in, into form a little bit after he was sort of left out of that um, England squad um, in the last international break. He seems to be on a bit of a um, mission to almost prove some of his his doubters wrong. I know he had a bit of a dodgy game in the Champions League last week, but. Um, uh, he would definitely be one um I'd be looking to to target if it hadn't got him in already. Um and yeah, I think sort of other people I think yeah if you haven't got Jesse Lingard by now um you want to sort of try and find some, some room for him. I think he is by far and away the, the highest performing player since he um, made that transfer to West Ham in, in the January window. So um definitely one definitely one to keep an eye on um, and look look at bringing in if you haven't.
1: Yeah absolutely agree. Um I mean, I've got a benching headache this week. If only I had my bench boost. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the horror, the chip you just want to get rid of and then you want it back the following, uh, following game weeks or so. Um, I mean, at the moment, I just can't find a place for upholding in my team. Um, I'm sort of... I've got Diaz starting. He may get rested again. I just don't know. So I've got holding there but I, I would fancy Diester coming back into that city team and and, it, and again we could go trying and predict Pep's lineup and, and what he's gonna do but um so what have you got? You've got an FA Cup semi-final this Saturday, this weekend, yep. then you play a midweek fixture against Villa then you've got a cup final Um, in the Carabao Cup against Spurs. And then is it now the Champions League semi-final straight after that as well, man? Yeah,
0: it's a pretty brutal um, schedule to the end of the season for for City. I think if they get past Chelsea... Actually, I think it's the same for Chelsea and City because um, Chelsea obviously made it through in the Champions League um, as well. But whoever wins the FA Cup semi-final at the weekend will be playing um, every midweek until the end of the season. I think it's something like 11 games in in, um, 30-odd. Days or something like that. So it's a pretty brutal schedule. Um, I think. I think. Um, uh, with City losing that game against against Leeds last weekend, I suspect Pep will maybe want to go slightly stronger in that midweek game against Aston Villa than he might have been tempted to if they'd managed to get a result. Um, there's still a fairly re- there's you know there's an eight point gap to United if United win their game um, their games in hand. Um, but I think you probably don't want to maybe give give too many openings um uh for for the chasing team you don't want to sort of give them you want to kind of keep them at a little bit of arms arms length so um city's sort of remaining fixtures um are aston villa in in this game week then a blank crystal palace chelsea newcastle brighton and everton so a couple of a couple of tricky ones in there chelsea and, and and everton on the final day um probably would have you know the, the lead means that that probably they would only need maybe two two wins from from those games but I don't think Pepple maybe want to go quite as uh as as rotation heavy as he did in, in that Leeds game I mean that was a pretty um a, a pretty sort of um phenomenal um team lineup that I think would have we would have struggled to predict before that so um I, I've still got Diaz in my team I, I'd expect him to probably play it in that midweek game against Aston Villa um uh, but it, it is tricky, you know, I I've got holding the first on my bench as well at the moment um, I struggle to sort of, I ideally like him to be playing um, uh, against, against Fulham, so maybe I could bench my Chelsea player because I've got some cover uh, in goal, but um, it's a nice problem to have too many players and, and not enough space on in the 11
1: Yeah, absolutely, there might be a
0: benching you know, or an injury just
1: comes out of the blue, so yeah, to have that depth stripping depth is, is very useful um, What did I want to mention? Yeah, just, just picking up on City, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we've, we've we've both got. I've gone DS D I've not. I'm sort of ignoring any city players, really, other than other than him. Mainly because Kemba 33 three don't play. But post edge, just haven't got an idea of who who might start playing. I mean, it's interesting to see even Sterling can't really get a huge run of games in in in, in any any competition.
0: So the only um, yeah, the only one I think I'd probably be interested in bringing in from an attacking perspective would be De Bruyne. Um, uh, because he is just you know, he's just so integral to, to how that team yeah. plays moving forward. But he's um you know, he's quite expensive, um, can be difficult to fit in, um, amongst some of these other premiums with, with Salah and Fernandez and um, you know, Son, Son and Kane and, and that sort of thing. So for a player at that price that you're not gonna be guaranteed is gonna be playing sort of every week or, you know, might might start the game and come off at sixty minutes or something like that if, if the job is done, um it's a it, it's a big call to try and, to try and bring him in. But if if I was looking for an attacking City player, he would, probably be, he would probably be the one.
1: Yeah, I think you just take that risk in whether they start or not. And I think where there's so many very, very good midfielding options, uh, from my personal perspective, I just couldn't, I couldn't be bothered with with just worrying about whether they're going to play or not. So that's why I went mainly for just players who I think are going to play. Like Fernandez, his form is, is pretty poor of late, but it, it will only take a possibly game game against his Burnley, and then yeah, if you haven't got him, he's owned by so many players in the in the actual game that it will just hurt. So I think he's just going to be a player who just ticks along, and you'll be be absolutely fine. Um, does that? Yeah, we we sort of onto the now uh, differentials, uh, Matt. He says is, is, is something. Well, wow. uh, I mean, again, last week was was sort of a, a amazing picks. Uh, I went with Greenwood um, when I saw him on the bench. I did have a chuckle to myself, thinking, "Well, that was a bit of a silly move," and he comes on, gets an assist and a goal. Uh, so I was I was really pleased with with his look, and yeah, he's a he's a great great player, um, and I think he could be someone United use in sort of this, uh, in this run of sort of last, last fixtures give getting back up to speed. And of course you, you pick Bidger who got, got that goal instant, instant goal uh, return. So not bad at all then Matt. So yeah,
0: we're on a bit of a, on a bit of a hot streak. Um, Yeah. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can continue it this week. So, um, yeah, I've gone for I've gone for um, Callum Robertson um, uh, from West Brom. Um, oh,
1: a team we didn't mention. In... Yeah, of
0: course. Uh, Five point two uh, million, uh, owned by zero point nine percent of the game. Um, he's got three goals in his last his last two games. Um, scored two against Chelsea and got one against um, Southampton. Um, yeah, West, West Brom are on a bit of a, um, a a bit of a run sort of over the, those last couple of games. I mean, I don't think anyone would have predicted that Chelsea result. Um, but that three nil against 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 Southampton, I think, was probably also um, uh, a bit of a, a bit of a shock. I mean, West Brom have got seven games left of of, of the season. I think most people probably wrote them off um, after Big Sam came in and, and maybe didn't have that immediate impact. But um, we could be maybe seeing sort of the um, a bit of uptick in, in, in form here. That you know they've got they've got everything to play for at this point in time, and 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 um, you know they're they're not out of it they're they're on 24 points Newcastle um are the team sort of sitting above the relegation zone at 30 32 um so it, it would be a challenge for them to for them to get out of it probably at this point in time but um uh, you know they they certainly seem to be giving it a good shot so um if if they can continue that form and and Callum Robinson's the the, the man that's that's going to be um putting those goals away um definitely could be could be one to, to think about he's um he does play he plays Leicester, Aston Villa and Wolves, sort of over the next the next three. Um so some interest some some tricky fixtures. Um you probably wouldn't back West Brom on, on uh on paper, maybe against against any of those teams. Um but you know, it's it's forms an interesting an interesting thing and, and you know, when it comes to the business end of the season, um, you know, Wolves and Aston Villa, um, really I suppose very little to, to, to play for, not not threatening the European positions, well well clear of um uh, of, of any relegation danger so um you know are they are they going to be sort of um uh you know what sort of what sort of performance are they are they going to be putting in um definitely could be could be one to, to watch out for and i think it kind of talks to yeah, something to just just a the general thing to look out for at this stage of the season is who who has something to play for who is going to be you know um uh yeah who, who's got who's got motivation who who um, who needs who needs something out of this game? Who wants it more? Um, and at the moment, um, that's West Brom. So he's 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 my man this week for a differential um, pick.
1: Yeah, I think I think just touching on West Brom, it seems that they've almost just uh, how they play and they're playing yeah expansive football, which is complete Sam uh, uh, Sam like. But uh, I just. Maybe just that just shackles off and they're just having a bit of fun. Um, uh, did you say they're they eight points adrift?
0: They are on, uh, yeah, 24 points and Newcastle 32. So, yeah, eight points yeah. Uh, adrift. Think,
1: like, Newcastle's couple of wins have been, yeah, it, it, it was much, much needed. Those four points Newcastle picked up the last two weeks is... I mean, if they hadn't got that, then yeah, there's this 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 uh, little run that West Brom are doing is is really interesting. I, I think those next three are pretty winnable, and I think Sam will. I mean, an interesting outfit, but they got done by West Ham, so I can see. With- so I'm looking, looking to sort that out, I and mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Villa and Wolves—they're they're both winnable So it's nine points there. I mean, you never know, nine points swing.
0: And West West Brom sort of over the over the last sort of few um, sort of three or four games, I think, are ranked um, are ranked third for for XG, um, fifth for big Gothic. chances created, and um, only Chelsea, Brighton, and City have a better. Um, actually conceded um, uh, since Big Sam has taken over, so they they may be not sort of the whipping boys that they were um, earlier on in the season. Um, so um, could be one, could be one, could be interesting to keep an eye on. I think we've talked. I think I talked about um, Matthias Pereira in midfield before. Um, yes. So um, yeah, there could be some. There could be some points from this West Brom team. I think there would be one um, definitely to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, no, very interesting. Right. Well, I sort of picked them up at the beginning of the sort of. Show today, um, is Leicester. Uh, What I'm looking at is is a defender from Leicester. Um, He's cost five point nine million. He's only owned by zero point seven percent of the game, and he's is Pereira. So Ricardo Domingos Barbosa Pereira. (laughs) There's my best Portuguese uh, saying of 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 him. Um, I assume he's Portuguese, isn't
0: he? I I think so. I (laughs) I
1: believe he is Uh, probably. Then anyway. with the fixtures that Leicester have coming up, not only this weekend, I mean, we've just picked up West Brom, so there's your clean sheet gone straight away. But you know, they play West Brom, Crystal Palace, Southampton, and Newcastle. There's a great run of run of games. And uh, you'd expect, I mean, I, I would say two clean sheets out of four there. I mean, so that is an uh, investment. It's not cheap at 5.9 million, but I'm thinking like, if you've got City defenders, maybe Cancelo, Stones is a bit of a jump up from Stones but if you're looking to hop off of a defender, maybe if you got no Alonso from Chelsea, that that sort of price range, then I think he is an interesting um, price point where he's done very, very well in the past and he he gets so high up the pitch and creates a lot of chances. Um, So I don't think you're actually Relying on his defensive returns, I think the clean sheets are, are a bonus because his attacking returns are just a great. And he he actually got one at the weekend, so he, he did get an attacking return against West Ham. So came out of that again with a with a um, a plus three three points. So. Ricardo Pereira is is my pick, um, and you never know, Matt. We might just keep our differential picks running.
0: Well, we're up against each other this week. I've picked a i have picked I've picked a West Brom um, yeah. uh, attacker versus your Leicester defender. Leicester so defender. we'll uh, we'll see. Sort of, it's a very head to head differential pick uh, differential pick this week. Um, final thing, I guess, Ryan. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about sort of captaincy and, and Harry Kane. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Triple captain? Is it on oh. the cards? Is, are you going to pull? The, are you going to pull that trigger?
1: Oh. Uh, where were we last week? We was wild carding, and, um, and I was just having an iron all the time. Uh, I'm in that same quandary, really. But like, why why wouldn't I do it? Um, because I think the Everton-Tottenham game will be tight. I think Everton—I I mean, they haven't got huge amounts to play for, but I mean Tottenham are in a similar position and points. They're not not too far off each other, but I don't think that is going to be free scoring. So, you're not going to get in. An instant return from Harry. Uh, the Southampton game, though, is the one that I'm really intrigued with because they look like, well, they they have got their um, tails on their beach beds and, and they're all fully oiled up and they're they they've, they've got pina colada in their hands. So they look like they're just yeah, they're, they're on the beach. They're, they're they're doing it. So that game could be could be key. And then the other nag that comes in my mind is the then they've got the then they've got the cup final. So could they go a classic one nil up? You never know. We might go two nil up, and then just sit back because they've got the cup final on their mind. Like two nil is a perfect result for Tottenham um, ahead of a cup final. Like they'd just be happy with that. And certainly in the mentality of Jose Mourinho. I can see him just yeah, shutting up a shot and go two goals ahead and and, and and then just seeing it through and making sure we nurse the players through into the cup final. So that's the doubt in my mind. And I'm thinking that there are going to be some other double game weeks so we may have some other opportunities to use the, the chips um, or the triple captain chip for myself. So I'm, if I was 50-50 on the wildcard this week, I'm actually probably more 60-40 not using... Triple captain on Harry Kane this week, I think, and and the other I'm going to throw one more thing into there is because Harry Kane is going to be so captained by so many players, you're literally only going to get that additional times three. You're only going to get that extra sort of uh, third um, points up, up, on above and on your on your uh, players. So it's it's not going to have a huge amount. Of, of returns like if you went for someone else in, in, in the future what, what about yourself Matt are, are you, are you, what was your thinking I,
0: I think probably um, at the moment I'm definitely leaning towards probably um, going for it and, and throwing that triple captain on, on Harry Kane um, uh, this week and um, uh, yeah, I, I think I think probably I would I would struggle to to see a better opportunity um for, for sort of one of those players, um you know sort of if you're going for a triple captain you want um I think you want someone that, that you can be pretty sure is going to play both games um and you want someone that you're going to feel pretty confident about sort of throwing that on so really we're sort of talking about quite a limited sort of selection of players probably Harry Kane Salah uh, maybe Fernandez in 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 form um at the moment. Salah and Fernandez don't have any other double game weeks, um, so I think it's probably um, uh, it's probably going to be a yeah a, a yes from from me on that triple captaincy. Um, it, you know I think as you say, you know I'd expect Harry Kane's captaincy amongst top players this week to be towards hundred percent. I I think I think it, you'd be very surprised if many people haven't haven't been trying to get him in um, this week if they didn't have him already um, and throwing that captaincy on him. But that does mean you can you know you can make you can make up a bit of ground over, over everyone else um with a solid captain. So it's not it's not gonna be a case of um you know you're captaining, captaining Kane versus, you know, most other people maybe captaining Salah where, you know, your your gains um scale quite quite cleanly above everyone else. So for me it's it's a yes um at the moment, but um uh, we'll wait for sort of late late um late news tomorrow. They, said they play on they play on Friday evening. Um uh that 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 first game but um i think it's probably going to be leaning towards a yes from me
1: yeah no i i you it's a great argument Matt. no it's no it's got me doubting it's just uh, yeah you're right you want to you want a player to play two times 90 minutes and yeah harry kane is almost guaranteed those game game time and i think you're right in in sort of coming up in the rest of the season you 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 mentioned yeah the others haven't got like the big players haven't got double game weeks. The only people I'd be possibly interested in is is sort of I don't know, should Villa get a double game week or are gonna struggle and say Everton, that they do another fixture and things like that. That could you go for a, a Grealish or someone of that nature but
0: yeah, the only other option, to be honest, would probably be um so Spurs after the um after the blank game week for the cup final they play Sheffield United and I, I think um play you know, then target target you know a single game week against Sheffield United would be probably just as good as a, as a double game week so that might be yeah. the only reason I I might hold off um uh, to kind of see if I could if I could um uh, pick up on pick up on that but I just think it's 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 a good opportunity um it's triple captain is one of those annoying chips really where where um, you know your gains from it are never going to be substantial. you know it never it never often sort of feels quite as rewarding as you, as you think it's going to because really you're sort of getting you know you you're assuming you're already going to captain that player you're already you're getting two times and then the triple captain's an extra one on top of that so you are gaining an extra batch of their of their points um but you know assuming for example say kane scores 10 points over over those game week over the double game week um, if you triple captain him you're bringing in 30 points. If you regularly captain him, you're bringing in 20 points. So um, it is substantial versus people that aren't going to captain him, but um, we are sort of talking about 10 points over the course of the season. So um, one of those ones, maybe I just want to sort of get rid of it so I don't have to worry about it for the rest of the season. But um, yeah, I'm leaning towards playing at the moment. I think it is active at the moment, but we'll see. Uh, We'll see if it remains that way tomorrow. Well, I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for us uh, for us this week. Um, yeah, interesting. Some interesting things to ponder um, as you know as, as we're really getting into the uh, the business end of the season. Not many fixtures left. Um, if you're um, looking to climb up the ranks and you're looking to overtake some people in your mini leagues, um, hopefully some things to think about um, to think about there. But we'll be back next week um, to talk about uh, Game Week 33. Um, uh, yeah, until then, thanks from myself and from Ryan. Best of luck. Thank you. Good luck, everyone.